Miami Dolphins general manager Chris Greer is back in his bag as he has agreed to terms with the Los Angeles Rams to trade for three-time All-Pro cornerback Jalen Ramsey ahead of the start of the Miami Dolphins 2023 offseason. You are Locked On Dolphins, your daily Miami Dolphins podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's going on, Dolphins fans? Kyle Krabs of Locked On Dolphins, your team every day here on the Locked On Network. Today is Monday, March 13th, 2023, and the Miami Dolphins have agreed to terms with the Los Angeles Rams to trade for cornerback Jalen Ramsey. is the latest haymaker for the Dolphins. Three blockbuster trades in the last 12 calendar months. Tyree Kill last March, Bradley Chubb at the trade deadline, and now Jalen Ramsey is a Miami Dolphins. And there's a lot to digest as it pertains to this news, as it pertains to the ramifications for this team, as it pertains to the long-term outlook for this team, as it pertains to our expectations. And we are going to tackle them all here today on the show. And I think the thing that I would like to start with is this. One of the things that was uh, responded to in the midst of all the aftermath was Dolphins fans and and fans in general uh, saying that the Dolphins have put themselves kind of with an expiration date, if you will, that uh, this iteration of the Dolphins franchise uh, has a finite window in which to strike, in which I would agree. That is true. But uh, I think our perception of that has probably been unfairly skewed, if you will, uh, by some abnormalities in the history of the NFL. So what I did is I went back through the last 10 years of NFL play, and I looked at every single NFL franchise, their record across the last 10 years, how many losing seasons they've had, how many winning seasons they've had, how many playoff appearances they have had, how many playoff wins that they have had, how many championship game appearances, how many Super Bowl titles they've had, and how many consecutive years each team in the last 10 years had made the postseason. And as Dolphins fans, much of the Dolphins' cyclical builds were fizzled by the New England Patriots, who had a two-year dynasty of winning at least 11 games effectively every single year at a minimum. They won a whole bunch of Super Bowl championships. They had uh, a top five coach of all time and arguably the greatest quarterback of all time straddled together in that stretch of time. And everything the Dolphins did was in the name of trying to chase down the New England Patriots. But 20 years of just reloading and not rebuilding is, is not the normal. So what would you do if I told you that across the NFL, there are only two teams in the last 10 years that had made the playoffs in more than four consecutive seasons in that 10-year strike zone? The Kansas City Chiefs, eight consecutive seasons as of right now. They are 117 and 45 over the last 10 years. They've had 10 winning seasons, nine playoff appearances, 12 playoff wins, five championship game appearances, three conference championships, two Lombardi trophies in the last 10 years. One of the models of consistency and competitiveness in the NFL, and they have accomplished that because they now have a generational quarterback in Patrick Mahomes over the last four or five seasons. 
The New England Patriots are the other on the back end of that 20-year dynasty with Bill Belichick and Tom Brady. Seven consecutive years up until 2020. No other team in the NFL has made the playoffs more than four consecutive times in the last 10 years. None. So we think about the Dolphins and how they've positioned themselves and the trade of Jalen Ramsey and the salary cap ramifications and what that means for 2026. And yeah, you are going to have to make some difficult decisions. You are going to have to part with some players who ideally would get a second contract from you when it's all said and done. But at the end of the day, that's normal. The New Orleans Saints have a five-year window. They step back for two or three seasons and go seven and nine, and then they, they bounce back. And they win 11, 12 games for three, four more seasons. Philadelphia Eagles with Howie Roseman. They've done this three times in the last 15 years. You build and contend. You have to take a step back for one season. Then you have a transitional year where you're fringe competitive. And then year three of that, that cyclical build, you're back in the saddle. There's no reason why the Dolphins can't adopt that kind of ideology and continue to be competitive while having transitional years that are not as competitive as others. But we as Dolphins fans, in my mind, have been conditioned because of the pressure of the New England Patriots for 20 years and the Dolphins having their own hard luck in the years they did make the postseason. Dolphins haven't had a starting quarterback play in a playoff game since 2008. Of course, our perception for 15 years has been chasing the Patriots, plateauing. But that's, again, what made it so important that the Dolphins did the rebuild right this time because you actually set the structure. Now, four or five years from now, you have a very realistic chance that the economic choices you've made now and the salary cap implications of the decisions you're making now are going to force you to take a year where you take a big step back but at least your nucleus will be strong and you can build again and get back into another competitive window. I am unafraid of a transitional year. I think it's unrealistic that the Dolphins are going to play in the AFC divisional round at a minimum for the next 12 years consecutively. It doesn't really happen. Take the Pittsburgh Steelers as the perfect example of this. The Pittsburgh Steelers, 160-2. and two. Over the last 10 years, 162 games. No losing seasons, eight winning seasons, two, eight, and eight seasons. No losing seasons in the last 10 years, 100 wins, six playoff appearances. If three playoff wins in 10 years, three playoff wins. So just because you are consistently winning 10, 11 games, doesn't mean you're actually competing. Case in point, look at San Francisco. San Francisco is 79 and 83 over the last 10 years. They actually have more losing seasons than they have winning seasons in the last 10 years. Five losing seasons to four winning seasons. But every year that they've had a winning season, they've made the playoffs. And they've won eight postseason games in the last 10 years. They've appeared in four conference championship games. There's only two teams in the NFL that have appeared in more, the Chiefs and Patriots. The LA Rams are another great example. 84 and 78 over the last 10 years. Five losing seasons, five winning seasons. But when they had a winning season, four playoff appearances, seven playoff wins, 
two conference championship game appearances, one Super Bowl championship. The Rams, ironically enough, is the team that Jalen Ramsey is coming from, had a five-year stretch before 2022, in which they had the third most wins in the NFL, played in two Super Bowls, and won one. And now they are in the midst of what is year two of a transitional year in which they're stripping down, building assets back up, and they're going to build again. It's life in the NFL. Embrace the fact that in the now, you are probably in year two of a five to six year window in which you have a very legitimate chance to be a Super Bowl contender if your team stays healthy. That's a big if. It's an if we've lived a lot with. That is a fact. I'm going to talk about just how good this Dolphins roster is compared to the norms of NFL, uh, of the Dolphins franchise in recent history next here on the show. But before we do, talking about team building. Nobody, nobody loves team building more than I do. Case in point, today's episode of Locked on Dolphins is brought to you by Ultimate Football GM. Uh, I have talked about this mobile game app before, but this is like now four 25-year league, locked on host leagues that I have worked through. Uh, to try to better my score from the previous 25-year stretch. You get 25 years and a salary cap, and uh, you, you start as the worst team in the league. You got to build it up and win and build a winner. It's a lot of fun. If you've ever thought you'd make a good GM, you have to give this game a try. So case in point, the one that I am in now, um, we're talking about transitional years. I compete for four, five, six years. I kind of feel like I hit the plateau. I might win a championship in there. You trade some players, uh, you get three first-round picks and two consecutive drafts, just like Chris Greer did, and um, lo and behold, what you end up with is a team that two years after that, three years after that, is back in that winning saddle. So I've lived this myself with Ultimate Football GM. You hire the right coaches, the coordinators, manage the finances, work through free agency, the draft, the ups and downs of the season, injuries. It's all in a very compelling and realistic game world as well. Ultimate Football GM is completely free, playable offline, so you can play on the go when you want to and where you want to. Locked on Dolphins listeners can get a free 10, 100% free boost on their franchise when using the promo code LOCKED ON in all caps in the game store. That's LOCKED ON in all caps. So make sure to check it out today. Just download the game, visit ultimate-gm.com or look it up in the app stores. That's ultimate-gm.com. Ultimate Football GM, start your dynasty today so i asked dolphins fans in the immediate aftermath of the jalen ramsey trade knowing full well that this question was being asked before free agency starts this iteration the 2023 iteration of the miami dolphins will be the most talented roster This franchise has had since blank. Since blank. Think about that for just a second. Most talented roster the team has had since blank. Here's some of the answers. And you tell me what the theme is here. 2002. 1995. The mid-80s. 2002. 2002. 1972. 2002, ever, 95, 
in my lifetime, it is the most talented, and from what I know, the probably the most talented of all time. Early 90s, early 2000s, 1972, 1995, 1995, 1984, early 70s of our time, 84, most talented team in my lifetime was born in 91, 72, 72, 2002, 74, a couple people said 2022, I would disagree, 2002, 92, 92, 93, 86, possibly ever. The general consensus is this is at minimum the best Dolphins roster from a talent perspective that the Dolphins have had in 20 years. And think about Jalen Ramsey. He's a roster cornerstone player. So we talked last week, we did the whole offseason blueprint. We talked about who the roster cornerstones were, and you had Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddell and Teron Armstead and Christian Wilkins and Jalen Phillips and Bradley Chubb and Javon Holland. You can add Jalen Ramsey to that list. I'm not a math guy, but I know nine out of 22 potential positional starters on offense and defense as roster cornerstone type players. You're cooking with gas now. And what's really cool about this is Miami has kind of become a destination spot. Tyreek Hill picked the Dolphins over the Jets last year. Okay. Jalen Ramsey effectively wanted to come to the Dolphins. He said in the aftermath of the trade, he'd been praying for this exact outcome for the last month. The last month. Jalen Ramsey, three-time All-Pro cornerback. 28 years old, still in the prime of his career. Now he's slowing down a little bit. Maybe didn't play his best season last season, whilst also acknowledging that that Rams defense was terrible. And you would talk about terrible. They're, they're going to be awful next year. Aaron Donald and 10 guys off the street. And that's a little disrespectful to a couple of guys that they have, but that's the general gist. That won't be a problem for the Dolphins at least for the next three, four, five seasons. And what I think that this does, I think what's really interesting about this is it's the ideology of team building, right? For a really long time, Cam Wake was the guy. It was like Cam Wake and Rashad Jones were the impact players of the Dolphins' defense. But what happens if Rashad Jones got hurt? Or what happened if Cameron Wake got hurt? Suddenly, the, 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 your, the number of players that you had that can make an impact play and change the game was dramatically different. It was diminished, and the team suffered as a whole. But you look at cornerstones on this roster now, and you got three cornerstones on the defensive line. You got two cornerstones in the secondary, plus Xavier Howard looking to rebound and, and play back to the standard that he has had in several seasons in the past, in which he was a roster cornerstone. You have the two receivers on the outside. Your margin for error is larger. And I think this is one thing that the San Francisco 49ers have really benefited from in the midst of this recent run with Kyle Shanahan and uh, the injuries that they've incurred and all the conference championship games that they've played in. They've had guys get banged up in stretches of seasons. But when you have this 
many impact players, it helps you to bridge the gap where you can survive guys missing time and still have impact players on the field to make plays for you to win football games. This is not, oh, if so-and-so goes down, nobody's going to step up and make a play. And you think about the Dolphins and the lack of turnovers they manufactured last season and Jalen Ramsey and his ball skills and instincts coming into this defense, which he's already familiar with. It's a good recipe. It's a great recipe. Is this a move that I specifically would have done? No, it wasn't on my blueprint. And Jalen Ramsey was on my list of guys for the Dolphins to call and inquire about. Now, for the trade value to be a three and Hunter Long, Hunter Long leaves you with $486,000 in dead cap. So there's some marginal savings there. It's, it's no, no serious implications from a salary cap perspective to trade Hunter Long. And the 77th overall pick for Jalen Ramsey, you know it's a good return on investment when the general consensus is that you fleeced the team you traded with. And from the Rams' perspective, they're caught between a rock and a hard place because Jalen Ramsey wanted to come to the Dolphins. And the Dolphins gave him some reworked money. They guaranteed about $37 million of his contract effectively the next two years. There was going to be no guaranteed money on that deal. And that, again, reinforces the fact that the Dolphins have right now a definitive two- to three-year window starting right now where they can do whatever they want. The implications beyond that, it's a different story. That'll probably be a slow drip that starts in 2025. But as of right now, they can do whatever they want. And next year, they'll be able to do whatever they want. It's just how long of a bridge you get. And the Dolphins have started that process. And if they do it right and they get it right, then you know your, your steps back is 8, 9, 10 wins, not 4, 5 wins. So that's the hope. The hope is you can get yourself to a position where that's, that's your down years. That's the standard. But we'll worry about that later because we obviously have a lot to digest as it pertains to Jalen Ramsey, his presence in this secondary, what it does for the Dolphins' salary cap outlook moving forward. And uh, we're going to talk about that next here on Locked On Dolphins. But before we get there, it is the midway point of the NBA season, which means now is the perfect time to download the FanDuel Sportsbook app, America's number one sportsbook. Customers get a no-sweat first bet to $1,000 in bonus bets. If your first bet doesn't win, just download the FanDuel Sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, super easy to use, and then you can bet on everything from the money line to point scores, everything in between. Plus, FanDuel even lets you combine your bets for chances at bigger payoffs with same-game parlays, so don't miss the chance to get your no-sweat first bet up to $1,000 in bonus bets. When you go to FanDuel.com slash locked on, it's FanDuel.com slash locked on to learn more. Make every moment more with FanDuel, official sports betting partner of the NBA. So let's talk about Jalen Ramsey himself. I'm looking forward to diving deep into the tape through the lens of, of how he will complement the Dolphins pieces on the back end. And I will do that today. Uh, you will get another episode today, uh, which is, uh, roster moves that I would hate for the Dolphins to make this offseason. 
right in the start of free agency. But as things currently stand, with that $37 million fully guaranteed over the next two seasons, we don't know, at least at the time of this recording, it's about 10.30 at night on a Sunday, whether or not uh, Jalen Ramsey's 2023 money is converted to a signing bonus. If it is, you're looking at about a $5 million salary cap hit. If he has a $5 million salary cap hit, the Dolphins are looking at about $25, $27 million in cap space at their disposal. If they did not restructure it, the Dolphins have $10.5 million at their disposal. You could open up more money with Christian Wilkins and Connor Williams contract extensions, cutting Durham Smythe. There's a number of different things that you could do and how you could go about getting them. Have to imagine, based on the tone the Dolphins have set by trading for Jalen Ramsey, they're probably going to do all of it. <laughs> Just going to be honest. Uh, probably mentally prepared for them to push the chips in. And if they do, is Jordan Poyer on the table? Depends on what his market looks like. Is one of the big linebackers on the table for the Dolphins? I, I can't imagine that Tremaine Edmonds would be. But is Bobby Wagner potentially in play? I would give it some consideration. I'd get some consideration to Eric Kendricks, who was cut by the Vikings. Um, th there's... As we said earlier in the show, there's, there's nothing the Dolphins can't do right now. It's just whether it comes time to pay the Piper four years from now or six years from now or three years from now. Um, but Ramsey and his instincts and his ball skills, playing in zone match defense with Xavier Howard, gives the Dolphins a really exciting pair of ball hawks on the outside. Uh, guys that don't have to get involved in the run fit with a great deal of frequency because of the style of play of the Vic Fangio defense, which that responsibility falls back onto the safeties. The defensive line is looking to spill the run to the perimeter. If the back cuts back against the grain, you have to be willing to fall back across the face of the blocker uh, and fit in the box because you're playing with light box counts and be prepared to uh, have to disengage and deconstruct blocks. But those corners are playing from depth. You're either playing quarter or you're potentially playing half. Or it, as, and what you can do with some of what Vic Fangio has done in the past is you can cloud and press and play in the flat and know that you have help over the top if you get big-time, prime-time matchups. Now, the Dolphins will have the opportunity to play man at times and play cover one and uh, pressure if they want to. You know, they, they, they have some man capabilities. I, I don't know that I would let these guys play 60 minutes on islands. You will at the very least get more opportunities for them to play their eyes through receivers into the backfield and key the quarterback. And you probably don't have a better ball-hawking combo now, that's not to say it's the best corner doing the NFL. I'm not quite ready to say that right now. But as far as the ball skills, the resumes for Xavier Howard and Jalen Ramsey speak for themselves. This is one of the best ball hawking combos in, in football. Vic Fangio calling the shots. It's obviously very exciting stuff, which means we're going to break down everything that there is to come this week. This is a huge week here on Locked on Dolphins, so make sure you keep it locked in right here on Locked on Dolphins. Fins up. I appreciate you guys checking out the show, making a great rest of your day. Thanks for checking out Locked on Dolphins, and I will talk with you all again tomorrow.